the middle of the Maimer. Before going further, we always like to give a little bit of a synopsis and maybe explain some more of what we have already learned. So, what we learned is as follows. The Shekhinah was here in the beginning when the world was perfect. Then, through behaviors of human beings, the Shekhinah left earth. And then, through behaviors of Tzadikim, the Shekhinah again returned to earth. Now, we also know that this was part of the plan. That people will misbehave and make the Shekhinah uncomfortable on earth and need to leave and then he'll return. And the question is, why would Hashem do that? What would be the purpose? Are we back to square one? Then what would be the purpose of leaving? So we have a rule. No, the fact that Hashem left this world, which means that the world is in a state of Yerida, is all in order that Hashem should then return through us bringing Him through our effort. Sometimes it's explained that the difference is, did Hashem move into His own home? Or is Hashem invited into a friend's home? And when Hashem is invited into a friend's home and the friend makes Hashem feel at home, that's Dira B'tachtoinim. Hashem is feeling at home in a place where, before Hashem is invited, is, in the words of the Maimer, Acher, it's something outside of Hashem. It's disconnected from Hashem. That's what makes it a Tachtoin. And the Tachtoin then makes Hashem feel at home in the Tachtoin. And like we explained, this is not plan B. This is plan A. In order to have a dira b'tachtonim, we need a tachtin. We need a world that's sheker, that has shtus, where people behave in, in ways that are insane. They deviate. They go away from what's logical and what makes sense. That's the way a person can behave. And we need that world that has shtus, that has sheker, to then become a world where Hashem feels at home. That's Dira B'tachtoinim. And we explained that this is, in other words, Yisrein Ha'oyer Habamen Ha'cheshech. It's a specific quality of light that comes specifically when there is a Ha'cheshech that precedes it. Now we'll go further and maybe we'll get back to those topics and try to explain them in different ways as we go through the Maimer. Siv Gimel. Ma'am Ba'maimer Da'al Shem Zen Nikroim Yisrael Tzivas it is because of this very Avaidah that Yidin are called Tzivas the army of Hashem. When we left Mitzrayim, we were called Tzivas What's the connection? This that Yidin are unaffected and untouched. By the darkness of the world, the tachtoin of the world, the sheker of the world, not only are they not nispal, not only are they not affected by it, but on the contrary, they actually use it out and transform it into the home for Hashem. The only way to be able to accomplish that is when a person has sacrifice of the self and Kabbalah sale, accepting Hashem's mission. Tzivis means a soldier, an army. Because again, that is what we need in order to accomplish this mission. And we'll see how that works. This is also the connection between this name, the Yidin get that name, that description when they leave Mitzrayim. It's specifically when they leave Mitzrayim that we give them this name. 
כי אבוי, דבגולס מצרים ועל דרך זה בכל הגולה יסתכל, המלכיס נקראו על שם מצרים, על שם שמצירס לישראל. שמצירים ליהדוס ולבני ישראל, זה מכן אינג אידישקייט און אידין. So Mitzrayim, and so to any other Golos where you didn't find themselves, which are all called Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim is a name, a general name for any time you didn't are in Golos, and that's because Mitzrayim doesn't just mean the geographical place called Egypt, but Mitzrayim means Meitzar, which means narrow or pressure. And that's because every Golos causes a pressure to both Yiddishkeit and to Yiddin. He, in the Kabbalah, when Yid is in Golos, And he's being pressured. The only way to respond is with Kabbalah Selah, Mesiras Nefesh. And that causes that there's light where Yedin are. Even before they leave the darkness, they're still in a place of darkness, but there's light where they are. When a Yid would enter during Makas Cheshach, when it was dark for the Mitzrayim, so it wasn't only that a Yid had light wherever they were. It's also when a Yid went into the dark place, the place where the Mitzrayim is, and where the Mitzrayim has all of their belongings. Now the Yid makes light, causes light in those places. And there's nothing hidden from the Yid. And that, that was ultimately what led up to emptying out Mitzrayim of all of its goods. Which as we understand it was elevating and redeeming all the holy sparks that were in Mitzrayim. And then the Yidin had much more that they were able to take from what was in the Yamsuf, because after the Mitzrayim went into the Yamsuf, they had much more on their chariots and all of that, and the Yidin then took all of that, which was even more. In other words, the Nitzaitis that they were able to elevate and redeem in the Yamsuf was even greater. There were certain levels in Mitzrayim, certain a lowliness, a certain lowliness that was in Mitzrayim, that even after the Yid caused a certain light wherever he went. Which, what that really means is that the Yid elevated everything that he encountered. Which is, which is the light that we're referring to. He elevated, that's the Birani Tzaitzis. There were certain levels of lowliness in Mitzrayim that the Yid was not able to elevate. And the only time and place where the Yidin were able to elevate that was after Pare literally brought it to the Yidin on a silver platter, he brought them the Nitzaitzis. In other words, when, when Pare chased them into the Yam, in order that the Yidin should be able to elevate those Nitzaitzis as well. And this was all a preparation for what was going to happen in Matan Taira. And that's why Moshe had to schlep the Yidin out of the Yam, out of the Yamsuf. They were so occupied with being Mevarad and Itzaitzis, Moshe Rabbeinu needed to bring them out, force them out, in order to go further to Matan Torah. And this is why we call the Yidin this army. Tzibes does not mean what 
Tzvois means, Tzvois is one of, the, one of the names of Hashem that isn't able, you're not allowed to erase. It's one of the descriptions of Hashem. It's one of the ways that Hashem reveals Himself as other names. It's not what we're talking about. We know that Chana was the first one that, that described and referred to Hashem with that name. That name is not in Torah. But, the, but it does say it's twice in Torah. It says Tzivas Hashem. It doesn't say Tzvais. It says Tzvais Havaya, which means there's Havaya, and then there's something that is attached or belongs and secondary to Havaya. What that really means is that there's an army, and they are, they are subservient to Havaya. Havaya is a description of Hashem, the way He is above nature. He's past, present, and future all at one, all, all in the same time, which is obviously above nature. So it describes Hashem the way He's above nature. And an army soldier, which identifies with that level, which serves that level, is called Tzivis Havayat. So because they were attached to Havaya, which is above nature, that is what helped them and gave them the ability to elevate Mitzrayim, even those parts of Mitzrayim that were so hidden, meaning the holiness within them was so hard to, to see and identify the Yidin that, that were living with and identified with Havaya were able to elevate even those things. In other words, like we said before, they were able to go into those places and when they encountered anything, they lit it up. And even more, as we said, Pare brought Hare brought anything that they were not able to reach on their own. Now, we still have to understand is what's the connection between being attached to Havaya and lifting up everything that they, that they have to do with an encounter.